0: The views and opinion and comments on this episode of the Black and Blue Vanguard podcast do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinion by any law enforcement department or agency. Content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Listener's discretion is advised. Now that that's out the way, let's get this show started.
1: Roger.
0: 34 come
1: Welcome one, welcome all. This is the Black and Blue Veg Girl podcast, the only podcast that was made by law enforcement for law enforcement. To express our thoughts, our concerns, ideas, or hey, If you just want to vent, you can do that too. Now hold on, wait a minute civilians, we haven't got about you. We welcome you to listen in, we'd like to hear from you. I'm not alone, I brought back up, who's on this ride along with me. Wadi. And Holiday. And I'm Jules. We have a great show for you today, ladies and gentlemen. So on today's show, the vanguards are answering a question from one of our loyal listeners. So without further ado, let's get it on. Holiday Wadi, how y'all doing? Good. How are you? I'm all right. Holiday, how you doing, Cat Daddy? I'm good. I'm good you know, as always. Okay. You know, before we start the show, we would like to give our thoughts and prayers and our condolences to. The family of the Illinois State Police Officer Gerald Mason, who had, uh, you know, committed suicide last week, I know the family is grieving, and we just want to give out give out our prayers to the family and pray that God is extra is 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 with them extra, keeping them. Keeping them tight and keeping them close and keeping them together in their in their time of grief. Um, you know, suicide is not a. It's not a. It's not an easy thing. You know, people go through things and and sometimes feel like there's no other answer but just to get rid of themselves take themselves out the equation by killing themselves, which that's only a, it's a permanent solution to a temporary problem. And I know as far as the law enforcement side of the, the job, we have EAP, we have peer support, but you know, and also the family members of law enforcement But if you're not in law enforcement or you're not a family member of law enforcement, and if you feel like you just can't go on and just want to end your life, I, you know, just want to just give you a couple of resources that you can reach out to. Or if you know someone who's going through something, there's a National uh, Suicide Prevention Lifeline. And that number is one 800 Two seven three talk. Again, that number is one 273 talk. Or you can, or you can contact a crisis through a text line by texting home to number seven four one seven four one. Again, you can text the letter home to seven four one seven four one. Why did I know you were? close with the family uh so how, how you doing how you how you holding on considering
0: um i never met him but he was my best friend's cousin so she's doing mm. well and me and my friend my cousin are just being here for her so she's taking a step at a time
1: okay that's good we're going to continue to keep you and and the family in our prayers and pray that uh extra uh blessing that god that Uh, cover and be with you all in in this time you know so we're gonna go ahead and get started and uh far as what's going on on the beat you know of course we always talk about anything funny or anything like what the hell moment or or you just want to vent something off get something off your chest uh for me i'll get started uh what the hell moment WTH. So what the hell moment Uh, going on a call. There was a there was a a criminal trespassing call. Nothing biggie. Then we get to the to the car wash. It was at a car wash. So we get to the car wash. And it was a teenager. He was loitering. But, you know, he was trying to get money, drawing off cars and stuff, trying to get money. But he didn't get permission from the manager. So we get there. The manager, he started walking up when we get there. So the manager was like, listen, this guy's always up here. I don't want him up here anymore. Okay. Et cetera, et cetera. Oh, okay. We got it. We tried getting to him. He he ran and hid. So my partner, and I got out. My partner got him. Brought him back to the gas station. So he was trying to tell us that he got, he got an okay from the, he got an okay from the owner of the car wash. But the manager said there was, no, you know, the manager didn't know nothing about it. So he was just telling them, don't let them, uh, he's just saying he don't want him back on his property. Okay, fine. So long story short, I was trying to talk to the young man and say, Hey, listen, maybe the manager would let you sit up here and try to collect, get a little, get a little change in your pockets. If you would ask them before you just start taking to your own hands that you, this is what you're going to do. And, you know, but he didn't want to hear it and he had walked off. So I wasn't going to chase him. So I was like, oh, well, hell with him, man. So, <laughs> right. so I was like, I said, man, I'm trying to school the young man. Like, listen, you know, you don't do things. This is this is this man's he's he's managing this this property. He's a manager. He's the boss, whatever he say, go. But what the, I was trying to get to the young man was that he was a person to talk to. And maybe if he came to him. Correctly, he would have said, "Okay, I don't have a problem with you." You know, saying try to get a little extra money when people come out from the uh, car wash, if they want, if you know, if they want you to drive that car, you can make a little extra money. But he didn't want to. Have, he want to hear what I got to say. He didn't want to humble himself. So hey, hey, the hell with him. He, he gone. So he'll figure out one day, man. Hard, hard head, make a soft bottom. So he'll he'll figure out one day. So right. So wow. My, so that's my, my my what the hell moment. Uh, uh, <laughs> holiday,
2: you got anything? I well, actually, uh, well, I had a call yesterday about a disturbance, and I pull up, I pull up at the location, and um, it was a, I guess, a, it was a, f- a female and a male, and I'm looking at this name on the PDT. I said, Man, this name, this n- name rings a bell. This, this person sound familiar. Mm -hmm. I pull up, about somebody, I can hit the the brakes on the car. Buddy said, hey, hey, we cool. Hey, this officer, he know me. He arrested me. I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. (laughs) It's like I I went to court against this guy. Uh (laughs) I was like, oh, man. I'm like, this is going to be bad. But no, man. He was so you know he was intoxicated, but pretty much was saying that uh, like it was weird because he 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 made it sound like because I know him that you know I'm going to root for him automatically. right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, you have a different partner." He, I mean, he he see my other partner. He's like, "Oh, you have a different partner. This ain't the same guy." But yeah, this officer, look, look, we, he know me, man. He, like, he arrested me. He made it sound like it was a good thing, man. I was like, mm. you know, and my thing is, I hope I'm not here to arrest you again. That's what I'm like. But anyway, long story short, the person he got into it was still in her she was in the apartment. He was outside. Um, I guess the landlord just wanted everybody to go, so um, the old man was like, can you get everybody out of here? So I was like, all right, fine. Like, all right, everybody go. One other guy was nice enough. And he was like, yeah, I'll take him. I'll, I'll, I'll take him home. I'm like, all right, cool. So it, it was good. It was just, that's probably like, my, that was like my first time I had a call where somebody remembered me locking them up. And it, I. And he, he was saying it like it was a good thing. Right. So I'm like, well, well I guess that, that would be the, the, what the H moment. Yeah. WTF, WTH, I guess is that moment. Because mm-hmm. he was like, look, look, this guy know me. He arrested me. I'm like, this officer arrested me. You remember me, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. Like, all right, buddy. Like, but I'm not here to arrest you again, man. So. Right. It was cool. It was just a one, one of them what the hell moments. Like I never hey. seen somebody so <laughs>
1: so
2: proud, like and confident, like nothing's gonna happen to him.
1: I guess he, I guess he figured you guys got to report after you arresting him that you know, all right, wait, well, hey, hey, this officer arrested me once, but he, you know, he know everything
2: about me. I'm, I'm cool, or whatever the case may be. And, yeah. So, but, know. but, but, but you know what? I will say this. That's the important part about being a good officer. Cause I did not treat him bad, right, you know. Right. Right. That now that's the that's the key. Cause you know, right. they'll remember, they'll remember officer that treated them bogus. Uh-huh. Right. And and that day, I was cool. Well, with everybody. Uh, mm-hmm. but that day with him, I remember it like yesterday. Well, I you- I was real cool and smooth with him. You know, I gave him everything straight up. I didn't sugarcoat nothing. I told him, you know, you know the game, you know, you know you do something wrong, you know if you're not. You know, uh, you know, if everything is not legal on you that it's a chance you may get caught and that's the name of the game, you know. So I mean he knew you know, he knew he was you know what he did. And, mm-hmm. You know, I had no choice but to do my job, but but I still treated him correct. I came correct with him.
1: Well, you know, it's 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 a good like to pick about what you said about treating people fairly. Because you're getting locked up, you ain't really got a dog to person the man a woman was getting locked up you know that's already you know they're suffering already uh, you know as it is not suffering as far as then you know but they're they're going to prison so you need to add insult to the to you know yeah so with, with you being cool with him let's just take the situation where you get there and he's and he's on 10 and he recognizes you he'll calm down because he you know that you were straight up with him and that you guys kind of built the report, and then you can you can you can holler at them and talk to them right and get them to right. calm down. So that's that's a good part of when you do when you're just doing your job and you're not adding extra extra stress on or right. or, or or extra right. insult to injury because the injury is they're going to jail, they're getting locked up, they're having the time being taken from them and had to go to court and and that, all the extra stuff. So when you when he saw you. And you had, he said, "Oh no, this officer right here is cool. Even though you locked him up, still you did your job." But he was like, "Oh no, he wasn't. He wasn't. You know, he wasn't bogus with it. He was. He was straight up with me. He's. He's officer. I can. You know, I can talk to So right. Well, that's good. That's good. Uh, that's good for for us. You know, let's say a, the officer is up and coming and who's listening to this and say, "Hey, you know, I ain't got to be a, I ain't got to be a butthole to people when they get locked up. I can just just do my job. Just lock them up and just talk to them like a regular human being." All right, so, Wadi, anything went down over there on your end?
0: Not at work, but, like, off work. Oh, like off oh all duty. All duty <laughs> situation. Okay.
1: okay. I didn't do
0: anything. I, had, I think it was earlier this week. I was going towards my apartment in the direction towards my apartment. And then all of a sudden, I'm traveling westbound. It was Charger traveling eastbound, like a gray Charger. I hear scream really loud. And so I look in my rear view mirror and this charger does like this half U-turn, uh-huh. but he doesn't complete it. So he's sitting diagonally in the middle of the intersection or in the middle of traffic. And then I get to the stop sign. I look again, he's still sitting there. And literally, I promise y'all, immediately the second thought that came to my head is he about to start shooting. And as soon as I thought that, uh, he swerved his car and started shooting. I said, Ooh. Let me move. Wow, yeah. So I turned or whatever. Oh, wow, and I looked back to see it. Yeah, I looked back to make sure he ain't following me. He wasn't following me, but I turned another block. I was parked, and all this happened within five minutes. I parked, called CPD, let them know, you know, who I was now, what I just heard. You feel me? So then, and this all within five minutes, and then I turned. Up another corner, it sounds crazy, but I went back the other way because I'm like, okay, at this time when he gone, I'm trying to see if CPD got there. You know what I'm saying? Right. By that time, so all within five minutes, I go back towards the expressway on 43rd. Why I see the same gray charger sitting there on the other end of the gas station, just sitting there like he ain't just do that.
1: <laughs> Dang.
0: He literally said, I'm like, this ain't no brand new charger. This ain't no different charger with the same tent, same body style. Because the thing is, when I turned, I looked in my mirror to see if he was going to keep going my way. But as he moved forward, heading back westbound, he t- turned diagonally like he turned into this gas station. So I'm like, maybe I'm thinking, OK, maybe he's going to cut through the alley or something and dip off somewhere. Man, while I come back going towards the expressway. I see this charge of sitting in the gas station. I'm like, you ain't never this, you ain't never just sat up here and did that try to act like you ain't just do that. Like it ain't other eyes looking at at (laughs) your car. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? I got back on the expressway and I called CPD again, like, hey, that charge I just gave a description of. I didn't have a plate, unfortunately, because everything happened so fast. But I was like, I think it's that charge of sitting in the gas station. The tech officers of that district started following a charger, they said the charger starts shooting at him. I'm like, I know that's that charger that was sitting in that gas station acting like he can't oh, do nothing.
1: Wow. Okay, yeah, I heard about that one. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I was just like, so I came back to the scene, talked to the uh, supervisor, and I was like, you know, I don't have much information just other than what I saw. Yeah. I, I, unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to get the plate and all that, but yeah. yeah so probably, they said they,
1: they, they, said they watched anyway. the
0: cameras. It was okay. stolen. Yeah. They said they watched the cameras and it showed that great charge is starting it and shooting. Okay. And they said that they said. Um, uh, CPD officers later found that car, I think within 30 minutes, it was like parked somewhere in the second district. And they said that car was on fire, burnt up. They said they knew what they were doing. That makes sense. Like they trying to brandish the evidence. because so they was in that stone. It came back hot. The car came back stolen.
1: Right. Car came back stolen. They probably went driving around. Did some did, did some drive-by shooting. Probably somebody got shot. They burned up the evidence. So yeah, that's yep. normally what happened. Wow. Wow. That was that was a good one there, Waddy. That was
2: nuts, man.
1: Yeah, that was wow. crazy. Man, you okay though. Yeah, yeah. Glad <laughs> that you. you know, nothing hit you, you know, came your way. And
0: yeah, yeah. I was praising God that ain't nothing. I was really praising yeah, God that ain't nothing Jesus. happened to me.
1: You know, you always covered by the blue. up man oh boy it goes to show people man stuff can happen real quick you just had a, you just had a stop sign and you see this car and this car just but you but yeah. but but why did would would you know Well, far far as us uh our profession we're always trained just to look at stuff and that that would just stood out you're like okay no something's about to go down yeah but like uh like <laughs> holiday and i say glad you're okay and and you did what you're supposed to do. I mean, you got on there call, called call the call the peoples and let them know what was going on. And so yeah, kudos to you because you could have been like oh, the hell with this and just keep and just go on a different way. But you was out there, you was yeah. been your, you know, you know, we got one of them jobs we're home, even when we off, you know, sometimes we gotta take action and just action is just just making that phone call. Let them know what's going on. Yeah. So all right, y'all, we're gonna get to the to the to the main event of the show one of our loyal listeners my man stefan you know he got a got a nice a nice question here's the question what was that what stefan uh has sent us on our our email and that's the black and blue bankrupt podcast at gmail.com you know any other listeners want to submit a question to us so we can read it on the on the air and answer it too so Stefan question is, uh, so where do we draw the line? Where do we draw the dividing line between folks who are a product of their environment? And so they result to gang violence and drug dealing, et cetera, or a just plain out criminal. Now I'll just, I'll just start with this. When, when I read this question, so what stood out to me is that you have people of all races who are born and raised in certain, you know, in certain environments, in certain communities. that are plagued with drug dealing, with uh you're exposed to drugs, so where you have drug dealing or and or drug usage. You're exposed to gangs, so it leads to joining a gang or being terrorized by a gang. But if you're joined by a gang, then you're you're doing things, you're doing criminal activities, which you get caught up with the law and then we get caught up with the law. You you're in the system. Now, once you get in this system. If you remain in the system, it'd be tough for you to to to. To, you know, be, be legit, it'd be tough for you to get a nine to five because because you uh, of your background. But. But so you have all this, then let's say you add with. You're coming from a broken home, so you don't have a good family home structure. Let's say you, there's a single mom in the house. The father's nowhere around. He's dead or he's locked up. Uh, the mother's raising multiple kids, but the mother's barely holding on and there's no food in the house. So it leads for somebody, It leads for one of the kids or some of the kids, wherever the case may be, to go out. Start slanging just to give keep food in it, to keep, you know, get food in the house, so they can eat. Or if there is not lo- not enough love in the house, there's no any love in the house or no attention, then the son or daughter or, or straight to join a gang where he can get all he he would think that he'll get all the love and attention that that he wants. So me when I read this. This this, this 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 when i read this question that's that's what it comes that's what stood, stands out where the product of the environment is you come from uh, you come from a community where it's heavily drug and gang infested but if you don't have a strong and solid foundation which is the home mother and father who teaches you and 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 educate you and cultivate and no, you know teach you about right and wrong and, and morals and values then it's easy to get swept up and being a product of the environment now for just a plain out criminal it's just simple as that you're just playing criminal now playing criminal can just hey he can come from a good good upbringing and still become a criminal um you know i you need a psychiatrist to to, to to break that down i don't you know hey i think it's a thrill or chase maybe maybe something to prove i don't know but you know, somebody come from a good background can still be a criminal. Or you're a product of an environment so long that there's no other way, and you just become a plain plain criminal. So, so guys, when I read this question, that's what that's what stood out uh to me. Uh Wadi or Holiday, who, whoever wants to go go next. What do you, what do you guys think?
0: Um, I agree with everything you said. It's like you have some people like they'll they will revert to what they know which is like like violence and drugs and stuff like that which is unfortunate that's why i do believe I- i've never been against like i said counseling and stuff like that i do believe people need counseling they need to be exposed by family members by us by peers by mm-hmm. you know teachers the different resources that's available to them because this is the thing. And I'm going to just use a quick example. At my second job, I don't want to say it was last week. It was like about, about last week. And this young lady was still in with her friends in the store. Make a long story short. They caught her. She had a little attitude with them. Um, we took her down to the office and I asked her, I was like, you know, why are you doing this? I said, listen, how you. I You know, she told me her age. Y'all listen to that. She's in high school. She's only 16 years old. And I was just like, listen, we better than this. You ain't got to steal nothing. You got, you got more purpose than that. You better than that. You know what I'm saying? You got, you have a purpose. You have gifts. You have things that you just need to, um. Get locked into. You need to discover about yourself and you can really build for yourself. You know what I'm saying? We were really made to build for ourselves and create for ourselves. And she looked at me and she was just like, it's not that easy. It's not that easy. She was like, I buy my own tissue.
2: Mm-hmm. My
0: grandmother cannot take care of me. My parents, I don't live with them. I don't, they don't take care of me. Okay. I'm six years old. My grandmother can't even do for me. Like I literally buy my own tissue. I buy my own food. I gotta get find a way to get my own clothes.
1: Wait, wait a minute. How, how old are you Wadi? I'm sorry to cut you off, but how old you said?
0: She's sixteen. Sixteen, okay. Sixteen.
1: Right. Yeah, go ahead.
0: So you. she said all of that. She said all of that. And I was just kind of like, okay, well, you know, if I offered you any resources, if I were able to find some resources for you, would you could you could would you consider that? She was like, Absolutely. She was like, she was like if mm. you got anything. You know, I'd rather not be doing this. Like, so people like that, like when you offer them like resources, like and they're willing to take that, it's just like it's like whether you're willing to take them. Not I get the whole product of your environment, but at the same time, like as far as to answer that question of like that distinction, you have a lot of people to ask. when you do, some people don't see anything different. So when you're exposed to something different and you provide them with different resources and just something different, they're willing to take that into account and take that into consideration and then go forward with that. You know what I'm saying? So that product to your environment, that's just people not being exposed. When you all you see is violence and drugs and everything like that, you know, quick fix, quick money and all this and that, Right. that's all you use, so that's all you know. So when you show them something different and you show them how it's done, how it can be done, you're not talking at them, you're learning, you're having compassion, I believe in having compassion on these people in these communities because by the grace of God, I wasn't exposed or I grew up in an environment where I was exposed to like drugs and guns and, you know, stuff like that and thank God for my privileged life, but you know, the advantage I had. Um, um So with that, it's like whatever resources i know i have it's like why not share that with them we can share that with them when we're on jobs and you know we're de-escalating things like it's a fulfilling it's a beautiful feeling when you can just show them something that they're not used to and something that's different something that they never had before
1: right Uh, so it's
0: like people and many people like that they're willing to a lot of a lot of them are willing to go forth with that and take that into account and do something better with themselves. But now when you talk about criminals, there are literally people who they just like how that looks. I like having an easy way out. No, right. I don't mm-hmm. want to work. I don't mm-hmm. want to work. You know what I'm saying? You talk, you meet their parents. You meet their guardians. And it's like, you know, he had a job doing this, but he stole this from them. He was stealing money out of this. You know, and they paid him well. And he did this. And then he's you know, carjacking somebody's car. And it's just like, well, you live at least, even while you're grown, you living with this person And I see this person's house and it's telling me like the resources that you have available to you and you're taking advantage of those resources. At that point, it's not even a lack of resources. At that point, in certain instances, I don't paint everything with the same brush. Like, it's certain instances where it's not poverty. We're not going to play this paint this picture of poverty for everybody because everything ain't poverty. You know, a lot of it is. But then a lot of it is not. Sometimes people are greedy and sometimes people are envious. Sometimes people covet after other people's things. Sometimes people are jealous. That's a wickedness. That's a, a, you know, that's a part of sin. That's a part of the fallen nature of man. So it's like some people have that. And that's why you get that, that lazy mentality. Like, oh no, I'm a crack car. This is the easy way out. This is the quick way out. You know what I'm saying? Then you find out, you talk to them and you find out like, they they could really be doing well off but they're choosing a selfish way that harms other people
1: you know why i, I it, man just to talk on, just to speak on what you were saying i was at burger king one time it was a guy he was homeless and he was asking you know he just want to get some eat okay fine if somebody asks me somebody homeless or, or begging for some food 9 times out of 10 if i have it like, hey, what would you want to get something for you so just by getting his food, I was just having, I was just conversing with him and talking with him for a little bit. And I was like, well, how, how we get, how we get here. And you know, this guy told me, he said he was living with his brother and he just didn't want to live by his brother's rules. So he, he, he might, he might as well live on the streets. I heard that. And I said, you, if I'd have known that wouldn't buy him no burger. So he, so to your point, what he chooses to stay on the street because he don't want to abide by nobody's rules. And that's another thing. People sometimes, people just don't work because they, you know, they can't get right. They can't mm-hmm. follow direction. They can't, you know, they're not a team player. They're not professional. So it's like they don't want to they do not want.
0: They, they, don't don't want, want, do want right. they don't want to be accountable. They don't right. want to be responsible. They don't want to be moral no. in their judgment and their ways. They don't want to do right by people. So it's like right. I can't coddle people. No and say poor guy he probably no, had this nope. it was because of these people it's because the system it's because yeah, of this that's
1: what, yeah it's easy and to it's just finger. like right.
0: i don't paint every situation with that same brush i cannot do that right when and you no learn way- these a little bit about these people and you even some of the juveniles like you got parents who come up there you know, they talking all tough to us, cursing us out, talking about what they do. It's literally grown men or not grown men, but, you know, the uh, old enough juveniles. They mama come up there. They almost about to cry. And it's right. just like you want to be in the street so bad. You have a warm home with clothing. You know what I'm saying? Or if we, even when we call to the house, it's like, look what you have.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. these
0: shoes everywhere. All, you're in school. You have the education. So you have access to education but your 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 parents saying you ditch in school cuz you want to smoke and do all this throughout you know what i'm saying or your dad he has his own construction company he's had he has days where okay while you're in school you know times where you make your own money you work with him and you get money like that it's i don't want to do that I don't, my my right. dad's do this we do that and it's like you want to do it the illegal way when you're not even and i not i'm not justifying anything but i'm saying like you're not even in a position or in a feeling of hopelessness to even you're not even at a point in your life to make you feel hopeless to even succumb to that type of behavior you're willfully stooping that low when you have so many advantages and it's for me i've been frustrated with it because i feel like as our community as the black community it's like it's it's so much to impact it's so much and again i'm not speaking general to all of us like i said some of us, we need access to resources and stuff, but then others of us, like I don't understand people being content with confining themselves to what's easy access when it's so, it's thousands of opportunities, thousands of career paths, thousands of connections and networking. You can, you're not even, you're not even exposed to right. what type of networking you mm-hmm. can get into. You ain't even unlock what and figure out what your gifts were and how you can utilize that people literally start their own clothing brands just like that just oh i just need a vendor and i'm straight you know what i'm saying and then they doing so well and it's just like you know it does get disappointing when it's like a criminal some criminals really choose to be criminals it's like you why you want to waste your life like that
1: no i get why got you, why the, got you. You know, that's one of the questions is it's you have all the, you have resources. You you come on. We're in America. Like you said, why do you can start your own business by sitting at home and playing on your phone? You can look anything you want to look up. You can look up on your phone how to do anything. You can just type it in and, and somebody will show you. But I think it's just, you know, it's work. And I, I think a lot of times, nine times out of ten, people who, who don't want to uh work and have an honest nine to five just 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 want the easy way and don't want to put no work don't want to put no sweat or no tears or nothing into so it's easy just to to be a criminal that's it, it doesn't take anything it's effortless i mean you just go out there and either you can rob you can you, you shoot people you can burglarize it it takes nothing it takes nothing As a coward you can be a coward to be you have to be a coward to be a, a criminal you know it's a cow way out it's just a low life it's, it's you're nothing Right, and and people just some people just want to remain being a nobody, Waddy. I know, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Holiday. I know we got a lot up in there, man. We haven't forgot about you, Cat Daddy. Man, what and what you
2: got on this question? Yeah, pretty much something. To death, <laughs> pretty much, I, mean, I mean, you get anything mean, extra? You get anything extra? Add, say, extra know add. What? Here's, here's what the only thing I have extra, extra to add is at the, at the end of the day you know they they're used to the life they um you know they know what they signing up for you know um if they sell it, cuz that's all they know um it's funny this topic is you know uh we're talking about it because the same guy I was talking about with the the guy locked up uh earlier what the hell moment he me and him was talking and um that was And, you know, he he got caught selling. Well, actually, it it was like a domestic call, but his girlfriend told on him. And when we approached him, you know, we caught him with the narcotics and stuff. But he took, you know, me and and him had to sit down talking. He said he does this to provide for his family. Okay. He sells because that's what he knows. And, you know, and I, I did talk to him about other options i said bro man you gonna you gonna need to find another way because you know by selling what you're risking right you know if you get caught and you, you know and he like yeah he know but this is just it i told him about school he you know he said he said when you see that fast big money mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they can't they they just can't do that that little stuff they don't that we sit here working nine to five and he can make what we make in a week you know if of course if the transactions is flowing you know right right so but but at the end of the day is every everybody with with issues you know this is all they know because of their background you know um, I think the first step is therapy because they don't have nobody to fall back on. They don't have their support. Their support is like negative. So, okay. um, but of course, let's just face it. Who wants to go to therapy? Who who wants to be told how they should live their life because a therapist don't know what they go through. So, and only reason I said that because I have mentioned that to, these people out here too, right? Right. And, you know, so it's not like I'm just saying it because it's actual facts,
1: man, you know. You know, you know. Holiday, they all you come with some, you try to come up with some solutions and other avenues to to help them out. And I tell you one thing: when they don't want to listen to it or they don't want to heave to to what you're telling them, they can come up with every excuse in the book. That's and, facts, man. Man, so so man uh Holly, you brought up a good idea, so solution just like the the guy you 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 arrested uh holiday, yeah, you tried to give him a solution, so he gonna come let's say let's 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 pose a question like this you have a guy, guy or girl, and you try to show them this isn't the way is it but I have a family, and look at the bread I'm getting so what you know what can you tell them now, holiday, you said, hey, you know what you can't do anything until you got to change the mind. You change the mind first. Then you can change the activity because you go. If, you, if your mindset is like, man, you know what? I got to sell this thing, man. This is, this is the only thing. This is the only thing. I, this is the only profession I can do to get money where I can support myself and my family. So we got to change that mindset and say, no, that ain't thrown away because guess what? That quick money is not always guaranteed. It's not guaranteed money. And it's not guaranteed you'll be around next, the next day the next minute, the next hour, or the next week, or the next month, the next year. Because when you live in that lifestyle, you always got to watch your back. Because there's somebody else who want to take your spot. Exactly. There's somebody who wants, who, who you know, there's a rival. You're making too much money. There's jealousy. Yep. Somebody want to rob you and, and, and end up killing you in the process. So there's a, oh. uh, a lot of things that goes with that, that dope game. But, you know, for right now, it's quick money for them. They, 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 probably, they know all of that. But you know what? It's quick money. I get money like this. Look what I'm driving. Look what I'm wearing. Look what I'm providing. But it's not it's not always guaranteed. There's no pension plan. You get popped off, all of it's gone. All of it. Whatever you save, there's no, you can hide stashes overseas, bank accounts, because they can get that too. So what, what would you guys say? for far as a holiday, you said therapy. You got to change the mind. Why? What would you say if somebody was, some of us asked you, what else can they? What else can they do?
0: Same with Holiday. I would uh, offer them a list of counseling services, but also options for, like, job resources. But first, talking to them and learning a little bit about that person. You know, not to be intrusive, like, but because, of course, many of them are not going to open completely up to you, but just kind of learn what they're interested in, like, what Uh their talents are, what their gifts are. So it kind of gives you an idea of what they can do with those things as far as career wise, how they can start building themselves, you know, and even see where they are educational wise, what's their educational background, offer them books and resources to read, you know, offer them a, you know, suggest a trade school for them or, you know, college and, you know, whatever whatever it takes to kind of help them to achieve betterment in that moment.
1: Right, right. I remember watching the Biggie story and, you know, he was good rapping, but he said he was getting that big money selling. Right. Puff told him, listen, yep. he said, listen, you know, leave that alone. He said, come with me. I'll make you a star. I'll make you millions. You leave that alone. And Big's all right now because he could have made a lot of money. But look where Big was at. Let's just say Big ain't never didn't listen to Puff. And he continued selling. I mean, I mean, the only suck part about it is. He ended up losing his life on some dumb stuff, but let, let's just take that out of the equation. Let's just say he went with just selling. We would never, we probably would never heard a bit, right? So he left a legacy by leaving that that crap alone and and pursuing his passion, his dream. Mm-hmm. So, Wadi, you bring a good point. Everybody, you know, I would say everybody should have dreams and goals and uh, uh, gifts, and not all of them are, are dumb. You get highly intelligent people out here that just, you know, they just focus on the wrong things. And if you get them to focus on something positive and some of the way they can pro- progress, then that's how you, you know, that's how you change the mind and get, and get them off that, get him or her off that, that, that life, that, uh, that dope game life. But the biggest thing that w- was going on as far as the, uh, uh, that quick money, that quick money could not get, can't get past that that quick money, that, that now money, you know, right now, because the other things you're going to have to work for it. it is not going to come overnight. You're going to have to study. You're going to have to sacrifice. You're going to have to, uh, uh, you know, work hard and get up, work long hours and be professional. So it's not quick. It's not overnight sensation there. You're going to have to build and climb your way to get to where you get to, to where you're going. But I guarantee you, once you get to that place, you're going to feel like a kid in a candy store because there's a goal that you that you want to set out for and once you reach that goal, it's going to be like, wow, I did it. And that's a feeling that nobody in the world that, that can take from you. In the dope game, people can take anything from you. you take your house, your cars, your money, your dope, your family leave you, and what do you got? Nothing. So, oh. so, man, so I think that's a, I think we unpacked a lot on on this episode with this question. It was man, Stefan, brother Stefan man. Very good question. Uh, but on that, I don't I don't have anything else. How about you? Wadi
2: holiday, y'all get anything else to add?
0: No, nothing to add.
2: Man. Yeah, just remember, all money ain't good money. Man, you said it there, brother. You, you know. said it there. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> Even there. though it looked good. Maybe it looks good. good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> i hey, 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 yeah. all, all, all money ain't good money. Well, I, hey,
1: I agree with you. I've been on a lot of search warrants where with a whole bunch of money, but you know what? I had that in my mind. Uh, uh holiday. <laughs> all money ain't good money now. They would have got old jewels popped off for, for stealing dope dealers' money, and I being fed, man. Just like, damn. All right. money ain't good money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, man, hey, man, this was an absolute show today. You know, I want you guys to be safe and, you know, saying be nice until it's time. Not to be nice for law by citizens. I want you guys to watch yourselves, man, watch each other. And uh, I guess we'll wrap it y'all next time. Wait a minute, people. Don't turn us off just yet. We still got announced our Blue Cape Award winner. So, Holiday, who's getting
2: the award today? Today, Blue Cape Award is awarded to the iconic Hollywood actor, Mr. Morgan Freeman. Mr. Freeman stated in his interview with Black Enterprises, he rejects the idea of defunding the police. He stated, I'm not in the least bit for defunding the police. Police work aside from the negativity around it, it is very necessary for us to have them, and most of them are good guys that are doing their jobs. We on the Black and Blue Vanguard Podcast want to thank you, Morgan Freeman, for the necessary words, and we congratulate you for being our Blue Cape Award winner.
1: And thank you, Holiday, for announcing the Blue Cape Award winner. So, people, you can always check us out on Red Circle, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Please, we encourage you, if you have any questions, comments, or if you just want to hit us up little on how we're doing, please hit us up at Podcast at gmail.com.
2: What is police brutality? Does it exist? Police brutality. A coined term that's been worked to death. It's run the gamut from physical brutality to rudeness. And it's a damaging term. When the police do something that's objectionable, call it what it is. Rudeness, undue force, neglect of duty or whatever. But not police brutality. It can't be defined. It's just a label that some factions of our society use to destroy public faith in constituted law and authority. The police.